0: Hello and welcome to Affliction Sharecoded, coded a podcast where we share code some of the world's so-called afflictions and rate their plausibility on a scale of 1 to 5. I'm Minnie Kim and today we will be sharecoding coding unequal access to healthcare. Now unequal access to healthcare is a topic slash problem that I'd say I'm quite passionate about. First uh, came to know more about this through the Vlog Brothers, aka Hank and John Gree, aka my favorite author. And I learned about tuberculosis, cancer, etc. All about unequal access to healthcare, basically. And I knew it was a serious problem beforehand, but I always imagined it being just about worse medical apparatus and facilities, but it's much, much worse, as it turns out. Diseases that I wouldn't even miss a lot of school days for, people actually die of those, and that's kind of hard to grasp, and it's kind of hard to empathize with if we don't even know what it looks like, and it's just so difficult to imagine in some of the best healthcare systems in the world. And as a person who gets sick quite often, and almost died of something akin to a lymph node syndrome, to this day I I honestly don't know exactly what I got, but yeah, it it was bad. And essentially I'm incredibly privileged to still be alive with my weak health, even now. And I come from South Korea, like perhaps you could have guessed that from my last name, but it's a place with excellent healthcare, in comparison to other countries, at least. Um, it's heavily subsidi- subsidized, it barely costs anything, to be honest. And a few weeks ago, I wrote a speech for a competition, and the first topic that I thought of when I was planning out what I should talk about was tuberculosis, because I had heard so much atrocious statistics about its accessibility from John Green and I just wanted to share it to the world. I mean, even if it wasn't a world, I just wanted to share it to a few people. So, although the potency is a lot less real and impactful when the speech is not given in person, I still want you to hear it and solve for it. Anyone can make a difference with not going to a trip to the gas station for some candy and whatnot and using that money to donate to Sierra Leone, for example. And you'll see why I take so much of that example of the country later on. But as for now, here's the speech. Recently, I woke up in the middle of the night to a fever and incessant coughing. Turns out the flu season got the better of me. And yet I stand here, or at least least sit here today, giving this speech, because I survived the flu. Now you might be thinking, of course you did. This isn't the early 90s, it was just the flu. So why is it that I'm questioning the obvious? Ladies and gentlemen, I beg you to flip the page and grasp that the flu takes 400,000 lives every year. That statistic isn't even close to accurate because thousands die without a visit to the hospital and without a diagnosis. You shove aside the politics and you will find the barren land With a population of 2 billion without the most basic preservation of health. When so much of the Middle East hospitals are on fire, it is time that we address a flame that is constant and has been prevalent for a very long time. Unequal access to healthcare is a sad reality that overlooks lives that could have been saved. In this speech, I'm going to talk about two core problems. Firstly, the high cost of healthcare and secondly, the geographic inaccessibility to healthcare. Firstly, let's talk about the high cost of healthcare. For example, although tuberculosis is a curable and preventable disease for us, it is a death sentence to those in a West African country called Sierra Leone. To be exact, a death sentence to 1.6 million people in the year 2021 alone, according to the WHO. The reasons are simple. This year, of the 10 million people estimated to contract tuberculosis, about 4 million will go undiagnosed or end up on the wrong treatment regimen. If only we had a machine that could diagnose TB and tell people what treatment would be the most effective. What we do. It's made by a company called Cepheid, owned by a bigger company called Danaher, and this product, called the GeneXpert Machine, also works with tens of other diseases just as effectively. But due to CEFI's ridiculously high profit margin, countries are unable to access this life-saving machine, leaving millions of people unaware of their disease, even after death. The problem here is that monopolies of medicine and healthcare make it so that even in the best case, people would have to risk their life savings for proper treatment. Worstly, these diseases disproportionately affect developing countries, which means that more people are sick yet less are cured because of a moral price tag. Secondly, let's talk about the geographic inaccessibility to healthcare. A lot of things need to be perfect in order for one residing in an East African country called Mozambique to survive Hodgkin's lymphoma, a curable cancer. Other than the fact that you would have to be diagnosed correctly before the cancer metastasizes, You must have enough mobility and financial stability to stay for months in the capital city in an expensive hotel to obtain treatment and reach full remission. And although there are other barriers, must give up after the first step simply because of their geographic location where roads are likely not traversable for service delivery nor transportation to the hospital. It is time we stop hiding behind the call for awareness. We need actionable steps, and I will provide four. 1. Encourage countries to prioritize money and capital into hospitals, importing treatments, and negotiating with healthcare companies. 2. Use strategies like contracting with NGOs to provide service long-term in regional areas such as Cambodia, among others. Various agencies such as commercial private sectors should change the structure of service delivery, financing and empowering local stakeholders 3. Implement health equity funds, aiming to promulgate access to public health services and reduce household health expenditures. If the government fails to deliver on certain promises, institutionalized co-production is another way to regulate services. The participation of the providers could be more efficient than the governments that have failed regions more than once. Before I end this speech, let's go back to two to three years ago to remember the times of COVID-19 vaccinations, a frenzy of flus, mandates, and isolation. Throughout that time, world leaders worked to provide access to vaccines for all countries. Because they proved their ability to be successful, we should not allow the global demand for better health standards die out with COVID-19. So do not pass upon this opportunity to donate to organizations that can use your money to fix roads, to deliver medicine, and to save lives. It is a miracle that Henry, a boy from Sierra Leone who had tuberculosis, is still here to tell his story. This should not be a miracle. Let us finally make it obvious. Now, as you probably may have noticed, it's a lot harder to be expressive and maintain eye contact, for that matter, when you're speaking to a microphone. And, of course, this is a pretty common topic, you've probably heard of it before, but it doesn't correlate to the change you can create now. You can check out some more funny and better articulated videos on the Vlogbrothers YouTube channel. Uh, I got most of the statistics, to be honest, from their videos, from John's videos, and also just generally some research, but the rhetoric is still existent. And that boy, Henry, it's like literally made by a YouTube video called Henry, and he actually was indeed a boy from Sierra Leone who had tuberculosis. He miraculously survived, and it's a pretty touching story. It's about 7 minutes of a YouTube video. I would highly recommend you watch it so that you can actually visualize what the problem would look like. And I'm also sure that the Vlog Brothers can provide you with the actionable steps because mine are rather unrealistic to the average person. Uh, The speech was meant to take a problem-solution approach and because, like, donate to an organization is pretty lame and wouldn't get me the points, I used some unrealistic ones. I mean, they're supported by research and papers, but it's unrealistic to the average person. And the moral of the story is this. I can't sure quote unequal access to healthcare because it's simply not possible. How could I possibly try to convince myself and whoever is listening to this podcast that unequal access to healthcare is good in any way, even if it was artificial, it would sound too artificial. People dying because lack of healthcare, not enough doctors, that. Doesn't seem to be good in any way, and therefore I cannot find a method to share code it in any way. And as Gandhi said, it is health that is real wealth, and not pieces of gold and silver. And I know it's incredibly cliche and overused that health should be our values because money often. I mean, to be honest, money often buys health, treatments. I I think it's very, very clear from... Actually, now that I think of it, Gandhi's messages were wrong. Sure, it is health that is real wealth, but health cannot exist without wealth, and that is where the problem lies, and that is where we should fix. We shouldn't need wealth to gain health. If it is the truth that health is more important than wealth, then why must wealth be a prerequisite for health? So let us strive for the greater good where no one has to die from Hodgkin's lymphoma or TB. I refuse to give a rating for unequal access to healthcare until I actually don't have to sure code it. I want it to be real. This podcast was written and produced by me, Minnie Kim. If you have comments or reviews, please feel free to write any and all thoughts on your podcast reviews. If you would like to suggest an affliction for me to share code, please email me via afflictionsharecoded at gmail.com. Also, please try to make a difference by sharing this story to those who have the luxury to donate if you do not yourself people say this a lot especially politicians but it can really save someone's life